This is The Dose, and I'm your host, Mike Schwartz. Welcome to my playground. This is the place to play, a place to spark creativity, share some laughs, and challenge everything you thought you once knew. We're going to chat with some really inspiring people, people with stories, people that move the needle forward, shake shit up, and most importantly, people that have fun. These are just ordinary people doing extraordinary things. You can too. Everyone's a superhero. You just gotta find your power. Alright, welcome back to another show. It's your host, Mike Schwartz. The show, of course, The Dose. You know where you're at, right? Uh, today, what do we got going? Today we got part two of Doug Pillar, U.S. Marine. Check holistic lifestyle coach and lifted level two and steel mace flow, which you guys don't know. You gotta check that out on my website, mikethesschwartz.com, or just head down to San Diego Steel Mace and uh, check out what uh, Dougie Boy is up to. The man is a, a gentleman and a scholar, just an absolute treat. And like I said, this is part two of three. We went on for a marathon back a few weeks, and uh, it's taken me this long to get through the work uh, to put it out there for you. So um, we'll get to that in a minute. I wanted to talk to you about, uh, again, continuing on with the, uh, the social support and the, the vibe of the tribe that you're hanging around. If you're hanging around people that bring you down, that are like toxic, I call them vampires or vacuums, the two things that suck. Okay, if you're hanging around those kind of people or those kind of situations, it doesn't even have to be a human, but if you put yourself in situations where you're not allowing yourself the opportunity to grow, and yes, growth does come from challenging yourself. So if you're around people that don't challenge you, you are doing yourself a disservice. Uh, one of the resources that I've come across in recent times that really, really helped optimize my game was the, the book I was talking about on the last show, and that is uh, Aubrey Marcus's Own Your Life. Uh, and the whole premise is on owning your life day by day, taking it one step at a time. Start with your wake up, your morning protocol, like what are you doing to set yourself up for optimization? Because if you don't plan uh, to succeed, you, you will be very, very difficult to succeed when you don't set forth the plan to do so. So uh, the old saying, you know, plan to fail, fail to plan, all that kind of thing. So it does hold true. So set yourself up, um, check that book out. I'll throw it into the show notes along with all of the meeting notes in here. Uh, but I want to get into the show right away. Uh, today's episode, we start talking about gifts and uh, how to accept them. A lot of us are really bad at that shit. We also talk about soft language command philosophy in the military, story work, and of course San Diego uh, Steel Mace Flow, and uh, all the military screenings, and then we finish things off with uh, a bunch of music and how it relates to social change. So overall, killer, killer episode. Without further ado, let's bring back Doug Piller for round two, my conversation with the man, the legend, the maestro himself. All right, here you go. Just now open to gifts, open to yeah. it's crazy. Hey Mike, remember that time when the universe had your fucking back? All the time. It's like <laughs> right. go from right. yeah, like go from that accepting, like 
or expecting the awesome to happen rather than the yeah. what's the worst that could happen. Like, yeah, absolutely. What's the best that could happen, right? Like that's it's a it's a yeah. mind fuck. There you go. That's it, guys. <laughs> Just accept the gift and then yeah. you will get more because people are looking out for you, right? So yeah. it's incredible. I uh, my my, uh, my story. You you could have you could have I could have told the exact same story, right? But instead of the word coffee, I wouldn't I would insert the word compliment. That was the other thing too. I, I catch myself on that. It was just not accepting people. I would, I would brush those off too. What would, yeah. okay. Hey dude, I absolutely love your shirt. Like, Oh dude, I've had this thing for years. I know. Right. It's right? so subtle. I would do the same thing. They'd be like, Oh man, I love your glasses. Oh yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. kind of bent. Like yeah, they don't. Yeah, they're, I yeah, they're, they're all right. I mean, I got the no, cheap one. I got, I got, I got the cheap ones, you know? Whatever. Yeah, no, they're, they were super. <laughs> Why don't you just say fucking thank you? That's all the person wants. It's yeah. not even about you anymore. I just, I can't tell you how many times I've had this conversation just today. Just today, I've had this conversation about accepting gifts. Because it's coming up to Christmas and I want it, like, I'm in a place where I can actually give my my love languages that are that are the accepting of gifts. I'm trying to like, yeah. um, what do I, what do I want to get them? Like my sister, she loves that. She would just like berate us with things that useless yeah. shit useless shit but until i understood at first i'd be like why don't you fucking give me all this garbage like but it was for her not for me right and i, mm -hmm. I didn't pick that up until yeah. later right and all and all they want to see is you freak that fuck out and say thank you when they open up this thing they were more excited to give it to you than you were to receive it absolutely right? it doesn't right. matter what happens after that just a piece for like that's their that's their way yeah so I'm, I'm looking for that and, and I'm coming across that kind of resistance right now with some people like yeah. close friends, family that grew up in the same kind of environment. Oh no, 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 you don't. That's a waste of money. I'm like, is it, are you really awake? Like, really? Do you own yeah. any Lululemon? Do you own anything like this? No. How do you know that that's a waste of money? You're making a yeah. complete story out of bullshit. You are worth this. Just accept the fucking gift. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, um, there's a, it's funny, like, as you're telling that story, like, and I'm going to, I'm just going to bring this up because I'm in that mode of just sharing whatever comes up right now. Right. Um, there's a specific memory that I have from childhood about, um, one of the first like non-toy gifts I ever received. And I remember I was, I, I might've been fifth or sixth grade, maybe. Right. Um, like old enough where like, you're not really getting toys anymore, but like, you're not like driving yet so you're just kind of you know you're, you're so not, you're kind of in, yeah and um yeah, instead of getting a box with some stuff in it from my grandparents i, I get i get a, i get a card right and an and envelope with a card mm -hmm. and i open it up and it's the first time i've ever held a hundred dollar bill in my hand oh wow and I, and I remember i went upstairs and i didn't know like i had to i broke down i didn't know like what i didn't know i was like i was like this is too much i don't deserve this like I didn't do, I didn't do, I didn't do anything to deserve this much money. It's the most money I'd ever held. My, it's, it's the most money I'd ever held, held in my hand ever. Right. Wow. And I was like, I, I'm, I'm upstairs crying, holding this hundred dollar bill. And I'm like, I did not earn this. I don't deserve this. And it was like, I, I, I wanted to give it back. Wow. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with this. Right. And it was like, um, man, like that just came up for me. You, you were talking heavy. about Christmas. You, you were talking yeah. about Christmas, and I'm like, like wow, like uh, you're laying a fundamental neurological framework for me to not accept things that are given to me because someone else thinks I deserve it. Yeah. 
that's that's deep, but that's deep. That's, that's the feels right in there. And that's Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that kind of work, you know what? Mm. Like that kind of work comes up more, and maybe you can attest to this being a coach too. But I see this very often. I won't say all the time. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't believe in that. Binary Dude, my stuff. face is tang- my face is tingling right now. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Go, this, go, go. It's, right. it's the same thing. It's, it, I, I see this with the people that I'm working with because they'll be like, oh, no, 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 no. they'll show up or they'll, we'll talk about stuff that they're supposed to be doing. And I'm like, well, why don't you want, like, you want to do that? Well, yeah, but I mean, like, it's not, I'm like, then do it. It's like, it's do or like, just do it. Oh, well, no, because yeah. it's just not my, th- I just, I don't feel, and they're, they're, they're making all these, like taking the compliment away. I'm like, you were invited for a reason, man. Like mm-hmm. go do your thing. Like you're a yeah. rock star. And uh, I, I had a, an, another, he's a, he's a drum educator as well. And, uh, and he, he's been this week has been really tough on him. His students had been um, shitting on him, not meeting him halfway. And, and he's mentally exhausted. I'm like, well, dude, yeah, you're, you're pouring your, your cup to everybody else. You're not taking care of yourself. So what are you going to do to take care of yourself? Oh, well, no, it's not like, I'm like, yeah, bud, take care of you, man. It's me charge, yeah. not a recharge. Yeah. It's a me charge, right? Mm. Like get back on base, tag up, take your lead off and then take second. But like, you yeah. got to get back to first, <laughs> you know, like you're kind of in limbo right now. You're going to get, you're going to get hunted down by life. Right. And that's, oh, yeah, man. and people, they just, I don't know what it is, man, but that, that tingly feeling is just like, I, it comes back to what you said earlier about when people don't treat themselves the same way that like do unto others as they do unto you. No, 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 no. Do unto yourself as you do unto others. That's the challenge. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's oh, man. that's a tough one, man. That's that's yeah. I'm like, man, like because when you think about it, all the stories that you make up in your head, you wouldn't dare dream. You already said this. You wouldn't dare dream about telling that to your friend. Yeah, if they were in that situation. What are you gonna do for your best friend in that situation? Are you gonna berate them with that kind of language? Oh, you're such a fuck up. Like, oh man, you're so. Yeah. F- I'm always late. Well, no, you just happen to be late this time because you chose to be late, but that's okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. going to be another appointment where you can be on time or early. Like, yeah, not right. The end of the world. We yeah. put these like permanent fixtures on temporary things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm always late or I'm, I'm terrible at math or like, you know, I just, I'll like, I'm never, you know, I, I never remember this. I never remember how to do this. Um, or I, I always, I always forget this. Right. Yeah. The um, simplest thing is like the remember and the forget that those two words oh i forgot you can just change that around i just remembered you didn't forget i just remembered yeah right Mm. and that one i wish i could take credit for that that's marissa peer that one stuck out like uh oh that stuck out because i did that for a long time i did the forget thing oh man Mm. i forgot i forgot it was uh tuesday it's that simple it's so subtle that it catches you, but you use it daily, right? So if you can just get um, into the habit of just switching that around to remember. Um, I'm, I wrote this down, and this is uh, this is my my buddy um, Jeff Oaks, who's another Mace instructor. Um, like he's been a mentor and a friend to me. He's also in a lot. He also uh, has been through a lot of the same training courses that uh, that, that I have, and that and that uh, and that you have as well. And he, we we're we we're talking about. Uh, I think it's in one of my other notebooks 
Um, I have several of these. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was talking about. Um, you like me, man. I've got like a desk full of books and notebooks. Yeah. <laughs> That's my and, life. It was, um, oh man, he was talking about words with two meanings that can be, that hide as victim language. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, and it was a list of words with dual meaning that show up as soft talk. Yeah. And it was, um, the one that we talked about was hope. Oh, that's big. Oh, I, I hope you're doing well. Like, I catch myself like, all the time. Be like, be like, oh man, I hope I get this job. It comes down to what? Tr- <laughs> it comes down to the try thing. It's the Yoda right there. Yeah, there's no fucking right. hope, dude. You yeah, do or I you don't. Know. Like, yeah. what is that? All in? Uh, wait, Come on, man. Yeah, I hope. I hope this helps. Right. I hope this helps. Um, I hope this works out. Yeah, I hope you're doing um, better. Hey, I hope you're doing well. How yeah. common is that? The first place, and this is coming from Mark too. The first place he told me that. Um, or asked me, I guess he didn't tell me because that would have planted the seed and I would have RAS that, but I've no, I started noticing it in my, in my emails as a mm. coach. And I started seeing the words that, Hey, hope this finds you well. Mm. Does that, is that even a necessary piece of language? It's confusing. Yeah. It, it's, it's soft talk. It makes, it, it blurs what you're trying to get across. And as soon as I got more direct, I got a lot of pushback because it was taken as aggressive, but it was just direct. Uh, and because like in our culture, like as far as I can tell, the Canadian culture is a little bit more passive aggressive. They don't like <laughs> to push buttons. They don't want to offend. They don't. And I'm just so over that. It's like, yeah, the hope, the try, the maybes oh my goodness maybe drives me insane maybe maybe i i hate maybe i don't even say hate but i dislike <laughs> i have a strong dislike for maybe hey I, maybe uh, you could maybe we could find a time around oh, oh, oh i just like i throw up in my mouth yeah a bit. um there's a it's kind of funny this is there's a this is a, t- a tangent uh, and i imagine that i imagine this exists everywhere but i was reintroduced to it as the california maybe <laughs> <clears throat> I think I know you're talking. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, ahead. right. It's, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's universal, but it was introduced to me as a California maybe because I live in Southern California. Yeah. It's like, bro, we're going to get a whole bunch of people coming over for a barbecue, gonna like, like, pool, like massive pool party for the 4th of July. You should roll through. I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe. maybe. Right? Just and tell them what you say, want to hear. Oh. Well, no, you say, you say maybe because you don't want to say yes and you don't want to hurt their feelings by saying no flat out because you, you she came to you so excited. Yeah. Like, Bro, it's gonna be a fucking blowout. You gotta come. All right, yeah, then maybe. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll I'll try to make it. That's my favorite. Oh yeah. Uh, hey man, I'll try to make it. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. Oh God, I could I could literally um, talk for hours on this shit. Like this is I wonder like, if uh, fascination. I wonder if there's a way. One of the, um, one of the ones that I've been. Uh, I'm gonna screw myself by saying this on this podcast, but one of the ones that I've been falling back on is. Um, if I'm not sure, what I'll do is I'll say, um, let me check my schedule and get back to you. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if there's a way to say if that's if that's good as it stands or if there's a clearer way to say that. Um, in the four hour work week, they go into that. Tim Ferriss actually goes into that near the end of the book mm. uh, because he's trying to get 
it's the part in the book where he's trying to get people off of um, like off of Mondays and off of Fridays. Mm. And, and it's a way of, I think, I think as you said it, it stands fairly well. The only thing I would, uh, I would maybe adjust on that would be like what I was taught from therapy back in Australia, actually, I'm a yes man. And I would say, and I would commit to things all automatically. I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. And then I figure mm-hmm. it out, which is, it, it's beneficial in some ways, but then it also drained me of all of my life and my soul. Yeah. So what I was taught was, give me a minute. That's it. Yeah. Can give I me have a minute? minute? Yeah. Can I have a minute? And then Ooh. can I have a minute? Let me get back to you. Okay. Right. Because yeah. you don't have to, like the thing about it, I think, Stop talk. <laughs> Acknowledged. If you start convoluting it with all this, bleh, you know what I mean? Then it, it yeah. loses its, you're, you're just, you're really just coding up what you're trying to avoid. Yeah, you're softening and, it. Yeah. And, and you don't need to do that. Just give me a minute. I, I just, I, I leave it at that. Just give me a minute. I'll get back to you. I like it. All right. Um, it's just nice and short. Um, I'm going to write, I'm writing this down. Right. I love that. I've got it recorded, so I'm, I'm set. <laughs> um, well, no, it's like, and typically what I'll do is because, you know, um, I, uh, I'm, I, I'm enthusiastic about everything. Right. Yeah. Um, like one of my most recent like mantras slash affirmations is, um, is, uh, I am, I am pure excitement. Yeah. 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 I am pure yeah. excitement. Love that. Um, like I said that sentence for the first time ever this past weekend. And now you'll hear me, you'll be hearing me say it a lot. Yeah. Um, like like uh anyway um um before i say hey let me check my schedule and get back to you it's always like that sounds fucking dope like let me check my schedule and get back to you or like that sounds fucking rad like you know let me get back yeah, to yeah. you on that right? yeah and typically that like the energy of that I, I it feels feels pretty good right but i like that like 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 give me a minute yeah it just yeah you know because i was that and um it was on any decision even if you know immediately yes that's a yes say it anyways Mm. practice doing that that's what i have found is that even if i know set up rejections set up rejections to build your own space right even when you know like try it for a week say no to so many things say no to everything you can in mm. three days over the weekend say no to everything the other one that i heard and i think this was again from tim ferris was oh man that sounds exciting i believe i've got something going on on that time so put me down as a no but if anything changes i'll be there I've been, I've, I've received that one. People have told me that one. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, I love, it always sounds, it's always presented and it sounds very, very professional. Yeah. And I think that's where it was going because it was in regards to like a business meeting. It was like another, like adding on when you get piles and piles of meetings and meetings and meetings, how yeah. do you soften the blow without offending somebody, but also like still maintaining integrity. And that's a big one for me is that I don't, I, again, I don't think anybody actually wants to make another person. I don't think that people are malicious at all. I don't believe that people are genuinely like, they're just thinking about themselves, right? They're like, yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's not malicious. It has nothing to do with you. And I'm all about four agreements on that. Mm. It just comes back to, yeah, you know, I, I got a red flag. There's a bell going off. Put me down as a no, but if anything changes, I will be, mm. I will let you know. I like that. 
Man, like just that. it's it's professional. It's like I've tried that a few times, and it it works. It definitely works because people are like, oh yeah, absolutely, that's cool. The other thing I I'd love to hear your insight on this. This one just came up. Yeah. Um. On. Uh, oh wow, where was it? I was, I was on a walk and I just heard it in my ears. So it was probably a podcast or something, a book or a podcast <laughs> I was on my walk with my dog. And, uh, oh shoot, where was it? Where was it going? Of course, that's going to happen. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, ah. You were talking, you were talking about like the, you know, Hey, like, you know, like put me down as a no, if anything changes, I'll get back to you. Um, it'll, like, it'll, it, it, as you, as you're, awesome. as you're, as you're, as you're stacking meetings on top of meetings, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh right, it, it, no, it, I lost it. And when I come back, it'll come back. I know it'll come back. Sorry, it just splice that back. It was so yeah. It was so last week though, man. It was just it was mm. so powerful for me. Oh man, it'll come back. I'm sure it'll. Yeah. Keep it's okay. Like uh, right. I was, I I had like I had like a clever way to like segue from um, talking about uh, in lifted and all, all the story work like into uh, into mace training, and I totally dadded on how I was gonna how I was gonna like very uh elegant, um, elegant. very elegantly sort of make that transition it was i don't know again it just kind of comes and goes but right. um yeah man how did um, how, like honestly like that that's a great segue on from that from from story work maybe we can uh, uh shed back and forth on how the story work because i told you a little bit about like how i see it in my clients in my session so how about yeah. in, in your own work with the mace stuff or with like your kettlebell work or with your other coaches your enlifted crew how does it translate because you talked a little bit about the personal side but how does it work on the professional side sure i love that yeah and again like this is great because i'm i'm currently in i'm, I'm always refining Mm-hmm. like what it is that you know like the way that i show up and, and what it is that i do and um you know uh, there's more than one um like mace coach um who's also like seen the benefits of doing story work and personal development as a as a, as a and, you know and what's really um initially i was like well how do i combine these two things that seem very very separate right um and i'll tell you like what i figured out but um but let me go ahead and hit like the like the 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 low-hanging fruit first um enlifted was initially designed as it's it's, it was called the way of the unlifted athlete and it was a it was a it was a way to coach athletes high-performing athletes on their on their self-talk, right? And like essentially like improving their performance by the way, by improving that the way they, um, they, they, they show up to workouts and the way that they talk to themselves when they're in those, uh, those, those distressed states, right? Mm-hmm. Or when they fail, right? Or when they, when they hit a yeah. setback or, you know, that, that sort of thing. So that part was an easy transition to make like you know if i'm just training somebody on like you know on lifting or whatever and it's like you know um like there's all those like personal training like sort of like one-liners but like oh like we don't say can't in this gym like one of those things right um but then you do is you but you never give them anything to say on top of that like what 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 do i put in what do i put in its place right yeah um especially if you're teaching yourself how to do personal training by watching youtube videos (laughs) right um it's like i'll figure it right yeah. Um, but you know, uh, or even in the military, that's rhetoric in the military, but like, we don't, you know, like we don't, we don't use can't, it's not, it's not in our vocabulary. Like, all right, well, what is sir? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me an option um, solution here. Yeah. <laughs> one, uh, one of my, uh, whenever, uh, so in the Marine Corps, um, one of the, tra- I mean, I imagine in other branches of the military as well, like whenever you assume command, 
like i.e like you're the guy right and like there's i mean um you're now in a position of like you're in charge of you know a, a number of people mm-hmm. it's depending on how large the unit is it's customary to write what, what's you know what's known as your command philosophy right right and it's just a word document it's just a like a like a mission statement you put it out there and kind of let kind of take out the kind of to uh to let your your troops know how you think right what you're passionate about and what your philosophy is one of mine was always if we can't find a way we'll make one yeah. right okay. and I, I think i read that in a book of motivational quotes from like norse mythology or something it's probably associated with somebody like legit like Patton or some dead German guy who like wrote, wrote a book like, like 400 years ago, 200 years ago. Exactly. Um, but um, yeah, it was, and then I, then I amended it to say nothing's impossible. If we can't find a way we make one. And um, the, uh, the idea is like, there, there's a negation in that. Right. Is, but yeah. you know, but what I, what I was trying to shift was this mentality um, that I was encountering of like, well, it is what it is. Or this is the way we've always done things. Oh, yeah. Like we, we, we can't do that. Be like, you can't, you, you think you can't do that because you've only ever been shown one way to do that. I'm asking you to go ahead and like, take yourself out of this like automaton thing wearing camouflage and actually use your brain. Like you've been sitting at this desk, pulling this lever, you know, for this long, you had to have had some thoughts of your own about a different way to pull it. Right. Yeah. So, and what it does is it empowers the people who are underneath you and you would be amazed what you get back. Um, and again, there's a fine line there too, of like giving every guy in your command a, a platform to speak like that has, there's, there's, there's repercussions to that and things that are counterproductive. Um, but yeah, like there's a, there's a, there's an initiative in the Marine Corps referred to as the, the strategic corporal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what that means is, or there's, there's even, there's even like anecdotes about, um, in a room full of generals. It's like a room full of, it's like a table full of generals and like colonels and stuff. And, um, and there's one person at the table who's like a private, like an E1, like still like brand new, you know, and he's there as the control, right? After all these general, after all these generals sit around and, um, you know, come up with this elaborate plan of how to do X, Y, and Z, and all these things to coordinate, whatever. It's like, you know, you get the opinion of the lowest ranking person in the room. It's like, who might be like, that's ridiculous. That's never going to work. And here's why, because of these things that you didn't consider because you're so far away from yeah, where, the rubber, where, where the rubber meets the road. That's a big tangent um, that no, I, I went on. That. But Dude, that's, uh, that, that definitely, that, that sheds light on so many things that we're seeing right now where <laughs> I know it's going to get political and everything, but where the governments are now making all these calls based off of, like fact is fear it's it's so fear based it, with all of it, this it's a it's a it's a cult of personality Absolutely. um you you could also you could also like use the term it's a self-licking ice cream cone right yeah. they're 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 just planning and thinking in a vacuum yeah. right they're all just feeding each other's narrative right and there, there's oh, no yeah. like it's like does anybody have any fucking common sense to like step in and be like okay you're all completely like you know like you're you're all just in you're you're nugged down on this one little thing you're not seeing like the forest for the trees yeah yeah. um and it's um yeah it's frustrating to watch man mind-blowing yeah i I just shared it you should check it out uh i put it up onto my uh my ig story there finally some doctor figured it out like stepped up to the plate and just cracked a fucking grand slam 
just laid into our our provincial legislation just like you guys are all fuckwits basically like i can't believe that this is not turned around tomorrow masks don't do fuck all this thing is uh airborne so also you're two meters no this thing could go 30 fucking meters guys this is a bad flu season get fucked like yeah it's affected one in three hundred thousand in our province yeah well it was an election year man they had to make a big deal out of something to get, know, to get trump right? out of office and that's right? and that's the thing is that it was based off of that and we look back and every um every two and every four years you've got something come up oh yeah oh, oh yeah. we're all it fucking lemmings though it's just like oh, i hate that stuff it's just like yeah. oh, my god i think i was telling you too it's like my, my background's political science right so i'm sitting there just like uh, in my head going like you guys come on this is all political Oh, yeah. and everybody's just following it. Just like yeah. fear. Spread love though, guys. Spread love, yeah. not fear. I, yeah, I've got a couple of like, you know, things that I could contribute to that, like without being overly political, but it was like, um, my favorite one was um, Joe Biden didn't win the election. Not Trump did. <laughs> right? It could have been anybody. Honestly, if it came down to like Kanye West, versus oh, yeah, trump would've, right yeah. it would it would have been it would have been kanye because anybody who's but, not trump was going to get was going to was going to get elected right mm-hmm. um and then i heard a, i heard a blurb today where someone was saying like you know uh, in a in a perfect 2020 without covid um like trump wins hands down because of biden's you know there was just he was just a flimsy candidate you know um but i'm amazed he got the, he got the democratic national party's like you know nomination for this this, this is your guy really <laughs> this is your guy it is kind of questionable but at the same time uh, yeah, exactly. not trump yeah okay, exactly cool. so I'm, I'm not even an american and I'm well like, hey, no, 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 no 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 hang on i'll be i'll be i'll be frank like i don't think there's anybody who's like running or vying for a position uh in washington who's worthy of actually sitting in that fucking seat anyway so like it's it's i'm, I'm very nonpartisan in that i in that i i i i think everybody's full of shit right that's uh, uh, that's the way politics are man and that's what i studied so i can tell you firsthand that's exactly what it is you just it's who's who's your pick your poison man who's your yeah yeah dull um, knife <laughs> Um, let, me, let me finish the question that you asked me initially, and that was about story work uh, in what it is that I do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I was telling you before, like, so if someone comes to me for A, B, and C, like, I want to get stronger, I want to lose some weight, I want to look good naked, you know, I want to, like, um, re-savage myself. Um, so they come in for that, and then they don't realize that, like, in the conversations that we're having in between sets and reps, I'm listening to what they're saying to me about who they really are. And it doesn't have to be every single time. And if I catch on to something, it's not like I'm going to nugget down every single time until this person has a breakthrough and is now like a bowl of jello in my, in my, uh, in my space. Right. Yeah. Um, but what's really, really cool is I, I struggled initially. I'm like, how am I going to, how am I going to, how could I overlap um, story work with steel mace flow? Right. And I'll make, and I'll make that distinction here um, because there's a difference between what you can work out with a mace 101 different ways like there's all kinds of ways that you can move it and it's a it's a it's an amazing versatile tool um you know there's a there's very like what i would call like work outy programs you can go and get like through certain certifications like on it is one mm-hmm. um set for set is another really great one they have that they have a, they have a certification that they run where it's how to train with the mace right mm-hmm. um but 
steel mace flow is a little different. And um, what you're doing there is you're, this is what, this is why, why I was drawn to it is because you're, it's, it's more than it's, man, this is tagline cliche. It's more than just a workout. <laughs> um, it's more than um, just a workout, boys. More than just a workout. Uh, yeah. Are we doing um, commercials well, now? We're just and we're, and we're at, oh my God, man. It's like I have, so, oh, <laughs> I remember what the segue was now. Perfect. Um, go. Here it is. All right. Hang on. Let me write down the thought that I just had before I go ahead and do that so I don't get off, tra- off topic again. Um, SMF is. Okay. Um, and that was, <clears throat> we're talking about not being able to accept compliments. Yeah. Right. Um, and um, a lot of, you know, a lot of the, the work that I've done on like self-development and whatnot, it's led me into, um, you know, uh, work that's that could be considered men's work. You know, a lot of the authors that I've read and stuff, I'm kind of rediscovering, and you know, again, like seeking that own, seeking that 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 masculine maturity uh, that I felt I did not possess after you know um, posturing for so many years in the military, and um, it was uh, this this archetype of of the king, right? Like you know, masculine energy, the four archetypes. Um, and this is Robert Moore and I forget, so Robert Moore and, um, who I can't remember the other, the co-author of a book called King, Warrior, Magician, Lover. And it's, it's, it's all the, it's basically like a, an owner's manual for, you know, for being a dude. And it's these, these archetypes of the warrior and the archetype of the, uh, the magician and the lover. And they are these, um, there's like sides to this pyramid right and <clears throat> when they're all in balance it produces something called king energy right so we, we embody the archetype of the king by fully expressing the warrior but also keeping it in check fully expressing the lover and also keeping that being able to sort of keep, keep that in check and the magician um and um so this narrative begins about like you know yeah like i'm i'm in my king energy right now like i'm walking around with you know i'm i'm you know I used to say stepping into, I'm stepping into my king, right? But the thing is stepping into applies that's separate for me, right? So I'm, I'm walking with king energy, right? Yeah. Um, so I was having this, you know, this conversation with somebody about that. And um, it'll, I also like, let, you know, let it known or made it known to this person that I was like, yeah, man, I'm, as far as I know right now, November, what's it, 19th, 2000, 2020, right November 19 2020 I'm the only coach in San Diego who's coaching I'm the only person in San Diego who's coaching steel mace flow right right um and I'm growing a community here of people who are who are very very curious about it and we you know it's it's growing and this person paid me a compliment by saying dude you're the mace king of San Diego right and I shriveled. I was like, I am not ready to accept that. Oh, that yeah. is not, please. I said to him, please never say that. Like, that just sounds so like, I, I, that's not me, right? Like, I totally closed off. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, it was like, so we're talking about the worthiness, right? Being able no to kidding. accept compliments, being able to accept compliments. Like, dude, you're the Mace King of San Diego. And I was like, yeah. Fuck yeah, I am. It like, it gave me, it gave me like, it gave me these like, this like knot in my stomach. Oh, yeah. Right. Didn't feel um good. but like i think like i breathed into that a little bit and he talked me through it and it was like fuck yeah man i'm the mace king of san diego dude right? yeah you gotta put right? that shit up on your on your id that's <laughs> that's what makes it real right you gotta oh god i'm a fucking rock doctor um 
Well, all right. So, and I'll tell you right now, and I'll, and I'll say this like for the world who's who, who will be listening. The reason why I won't do that negation acknowledge is that steel mace flow does not belong to me. Right. Steel mace flow belongs to to, to Leo Urquides, who uh, who invented this in his garage um, when he had nothing but a mace and a car full of clothes. Right. So, um, so it's not my it's not mine. It's not mine. It's, I, it's not mine to claim. No. Um, so. Yeah, but if I could, if I could look back and right now for me on, on today, like I, if I if I can look back and say that I was a key figure or critical or uh, in growing a, a a thriving community of of steel mace, you know, uh, students or practitioners here in San Diego, then that's that's enough for me. Yeah, yeah. right. A, a theme for me that a theme for me this year has been legacy. Right. Love that. Yeah. Um, the, the idea that whew, I'm on level 43 now, man, I'm level 43. And it's like, this is the year that I, that I, I, I decided uh, I was going to, to choose or be shown um, or step into uh, what it is that I'm going to be remembered for when I'm gone. Amazing. Yeah. That's one of my favorite questions uh, that stumps a lot of people. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I heard it really, really great one time. It's like, you, you got a tombstone, all right? You got two numbers, mm. you got your birth, you got your death. Nobody <laughs> talks about those. Nobody talks about those, right? Oh, dude, finish this story and I'll tell you why I'm about to come unglued. Please That's finish. Good. Yeah, because right. nobody talks about mm. the two numbers. They want to talk about that dash. So what's your <laughs> dash, right? What's your dash? Uh, and tell me why you're unglued now this is good this is great the, fir the first time i ever heard that was at my mother's funeral holy wow yeah. okay and there was some back and forth about like you know um it's so weird the things that come up um <clears throat> there was some back and forth in my family about what was going to be said at that moment um because of how we were raised under what religious dogma whatever and then how much my mother actually believed in that or like or you know made that a part of her life so no we're not going to say those things that like you know you're that you're, that you're supposed to say mm -hmm. and um i remember the woman who i don't know what her name was but she was an angel her job is to be like the liaison to the family right. and the the entire process of laying this person to rest and um she without I don't, I, I don't know if she didn't talk to me right but i don't know if she's talking to me but she just steps up and she takes out this piece of paper and she reads the dash wow. and it was perfect right but like but like holy crap to be taught a lesson like that like on such a heavy day <sighs> yeah that's <gasps> yeah that's legacy, man. That's, that's legacy. It's so important. We don't think about it. It's, it's the only thing we know and we don't talk about it. It's the only thing we yeah. know. We're not going to be here one day. So why the fuck are you wasting time doing shit that you don't want to do for people you don't want to be around? Yeah. <laughs> Working jobs we hate so you can buy shit we don't need to impress people we don't like. <sighs> Mark Mason. <laughs> right? It's just like... I thought it was Tyler Durden. Oh, yeah, Zerden. Yeah, that, that is too. Yeah, yeah. I guess, sorry, Mark, Mark Manson took it from Fight Club. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that's where yeah. it is, right? Like, it's exactly it. Jesus. Oh, here's, 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 a, here's a funny story. Um, yeah. Segway, right? Um, when you are like new to the military and like trying to see like where you can go and what you can do, there's all these screenings that they do. Some of them are physical, some of them are, you know, uh, are, are intellectual. Um, some of them are like lie detector tests. You know, they're testing you for your level of how much can we trust you, right? Right. And I remember one of the interviews for one of those screenings was, what is your favorite? One of the questions was, what is your favorite movie? Right. Oh, no, 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 no. It was like, um, they were going around to like ask other people about you. Like in order, like like character references for like oh, yeah, a security, okay. player, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, um, it's like, hey, can you tell me, um, what's what's Mike's favorite movie, right? Uh, yeah. And it was like, uh, I remember talking to this one guy who was very very confident that anybody who asked about what his favorite movie was, they just knew that it was Braveheart, right? I was like, cool, like that's like the perfect, that's like the perfect movie to, to have as your favorite if you're trying to be like, you know, a trustworthy U.S. Marine. Yeah. But I was like, my favorite movie is Flight Club, bro. Like, I'm not really sure how this Same is going to go. Man. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I'm like, does that make least, me a bad person? Like, I, yeah. I love Fight Club. <laughs> right. I mean, like, at least at the at least at the time, I was coming off of this period of like, you know, like screw society and yeah, like, you know, course. like, F, yeah. like, like F the man. I taught myself how to make soap. <laughs> right. Amazing. Um, yeah. yeah. Just um, which, which is, is it easy? which is interesting that I, huh? <laughs> is it easy? Mm. Making soap. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those, you know what, you, um, that's one of those, <clears throat> you ever have one of those like orientation things where it's like, hey, get up and say your name and say where you're from and yeah. tell somebody, tell somebody, uh, or tell us something that no one else knows about you, <laughs> right? And um, that's one of my, that's one of my, I have a few of them, but one of my go-tos is, yep, I know how to make soap from, from, from scratch. Yeah, um, you, you'd like it because it's it's a it's a it's a combination between chemistry mm -hmm. and cooking. Oh. So it blend it blends those two worlds, right? Things have to be precise, they have to be measured, they have to be a certain temperature, and then there's an artistry in like getting it all together and making it smell a certain way and look, and, and, yeah. lo and look yeah. a certain way, and then yeah, even how you cut it. Oh, yeah. um, when, once I once I learned once I learned how to make soap, like sending home Christmas gifts to twenty people got real easy. Yeah, I was just gonna say, right? Yes. That's a skill yeah. that I would uh, I would definitely take. You just make a big block and then just, there you go. Yeah. Christmas yeah. done, perfect. Put some, put some paper on it. It's like, oh my God, Mike made this. Oh, this is great, it. right? Hey, <laughs> we're gonna need to do a masterclass. I need some mace flow and some soap. <laughs> um, yeah, right. Trades, so trades. it could be like a, like, like yeah, I, you know, I maybe that's why, maybe that's, maybe that's, maybe that's an obstacle, right? So, you know, breath work, story work and mace work isn't landing maybe mace work and soap making would that's, be mm, would be, would be the right. there you go well that's when we talk about those i had the same thing i had that niche like okay cool i've been a musician for so long i've been a coach for so long how do we make them work how does that work? oh how does yeah, that we haven't work? even talked dude you haven't even talked about music yet this is I know, nuts this is, this is gonna be insane yeah <laughs> we have so much to go how great was that album right oh man i dude i've been okay so um i well I, I put it on when i returned when i finally like landed back here in san diego and i say landed i mean like from the plane that i was floating on yeah, yeah, yeah. um and dude like every every song man it's just like it's just really 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 well written yeah. um like the songwriting is is again like the the everything from the production of the of the of the song and like how they you know, have things are how things are presented like you know like the like the mixes like mm -hmm. things are you know um like how you know how deep the recording sounds of course yeah um but like no but like the like the 
the way the songs are put together you know yeah. certain chord programs i'm sure you know like certain chord progressions do certain things to our you know to our uh, yeah. to our our nervous system or to our yeah. auditory you know it's like, and, they, and they they evoke a certain response right absolutely um and dude every single song was like oh like and, and then uh, yeah. you know it was uh it's funny like you you and i talked about this last week when we chatted but yeah. um typically the lyrics again from years and years of playing in a rhythm section mm-hmm. um the lyrics are usually i won't say never right. um the lyrics are typically not the first thing i notice yeah right like i'm into like how is it what's the what's the what's the what's the foundation here like what's the what's the what's the vibe right what is yeah. what is my gut what feeling is, what are you feeling um, yeah. yeah you know and it's interesting too because as i try and uh as i try and like you know fit uh music to the thing the aesthetic of what it is that i do with the mace sometimes like the music is right but like the yeah. lyrics that are being said or nothing to, it's just it's just not just doesn't fit doesn't, right doesn't fit yet um but um but uh but let me do that album that album is insane thank you so much for sharing it and oh, uh, yeah. like you know i, I want to I'm, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna have it on repeat as i take a deeper dive on some of those lyrics and which right when i the link you sent me went straight to the album on right. spotify not not oh, to okay. a certain song what was the specific song that you uh that oh, you wanted to the one that I put uh, that I've been working on is actually like the opening track. And when you listen okay. to that, when you listen to that opening track falling to pieces, it's just like, yeah. that's what did it for me because this is actually like, if you like that song ready and stuff, I got to tell you, this is some of his, like, I won't say it's his worst work because it's a different space in his life. Mm-hmm. It's early stuff in big wreck. If you heard of big wreck, like they were kind of big. Okay. So I'm going to give you the best album ever then because this thing is like <laughs> his work in, in big wreck. When they first hit the scene, man, they like phenoms, like just was like mind blowing. Like, it's t- still timeless songs. I'm just sitting there going like, yeah, how, how is this? I, I was asked actually just yesterday, maybe it was just, yeah, it was just this morning. What are the, what's your like favorite three albums? And that one came up and so did the, so did come again, but then I switched out Rage Against the Machine. So like Rage Against uh, the right. Machine's opening uh, debut album is just one that mm. will just be profound in the development of my musical career because I mm-hmm. discovered rap and rock and all of this angst and political, like it was, it really encompassed every part, every facet of my life that I'm interested in politics, mm. social inequality, injustice amongst humans, rap, rock, lyrics, funky yeah. guitar, like effects, badass drumming. Yeah. I was just like, wow, that's a bundle. That's, that's me right there. That, if, yeah. if I could sum myself up in an album, Rage Against the Machine right there, but Big Rex uh, in loving memory of. Which one? Well, which, uh, which, which one? Um, which Rage Against the Machine album? Debut album. Yeah, ninety two. Oh yeah, like raw, the rawness. Uh, no, and like it comes, it comes on, and it's like you know it's coming. I'm like, ah! holy fuck! <laughs> and when I first heard that, oh, I just got floored. I'd never heard anything like that ever. I was a, I was a junior. I think I was a junior in high school. When that album came out and it was like this is back when like mtv and vh1 still played music videos yep yep and nice. um just like watching hearing that for the first time um and then seeing like what it looked like i was yeah. like whoa like, gave me a yeah. scope into a totally different world that i had never i'm like that yeah. happens what and even just the album 
the album cover. I was like, yeah, is that a human on fire? That's real. Well, fuck, that's a mm-hmm. real thing. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So what was going on to prompt that? Like, oh, okay. So and that got this, me. Like, yeah, it got me into mm-hmm. like the social, like looking outside of my own little fucking yeah world right here. And I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And it also inspired me to do the stuff that I do now with music and to do the stuff and do charity work and give back to organizations because it's it's important to shed light on the shit and social injustices that are going on in that world because that's still all that shit's still happening and sometimes it's in our backyard and it's just like it's mind-blowing so like their bucket list material for me them and third eye blind actually (laughs) i know it's completely different but man third eye blind it's not actually because they they took like i don't know if you follow them or, or whatnot but they took a lot of time off and i learned later after they did their biggest greatest hits thing now they're playing mm-hmm. again, they're touring again, but they went to Africa. Did the Africa huh. thing. Yep. Just went and played music and built schools and education. And I'm like, huh, wow. cool. So there's a common theme between bands that I really, really, really like. And they all mm. give right back and they're all very socially aware. And they're really like into like giving back to their community and yeah. understanding that it's not about them. It's about this out here so yeah, yeah rage rage in loving memory of and then a canadian band up here um mother mother they're out of vancouver um off the island and uh that's you would okay like the the jazz kid in you the classical kid in you you're gonna light up you're you, the, this is music man this is like if classical mm. music meets pop music they have a blend and the the creativity like they're so eclectic that's but it's still poppy as shit and you're like how do you do that like you are so fascinatingly like they sing about polynesia they sing about Mm. the the universe like they're they sing about the man they sing like they're again socially very very aware so Mm. it's like the spoke i absolutely love I'm getting like a low level of anxiety anxiety of you asking me what like my top three albums are. I'm ready. That's where it's going. That's that's where it's going. That is not an easy question to answer, bro. All right. Well, we will find out those top three albums from Mr. Doug Pillar on the third and final chapter of our conversation. Let's put that one out a little bit later this week. All right, we'll give you three. Why not? Okay. If you guys happen to enjoy this, again, talking about uh, command philosophy, story work, all the good things, uh, especially if you're down in San Diego. If you're going, if you're down in San Diego, go say hi to my man, Doug. Okay. Go get into the steel mace flow. You guys will see some of that stuff up on my website. I'll connect you in. Uh, you can see the steel mace flow that Doug's doing, stuff that I'm doing, and everything in between. If you happen to dig this, please do share it out with someone you care about and rate and review on whatever platform you and your little heart desires. All right, till next time, y'all stay sweet. Peace.